Sammy knew he had them. Stupid fucks, he chuckled to himself, and directed the others to follow him. They all parked right on the loading zone without a care in the world and casually disembarked their bikes. Almost immediately, a security guard ran over to the huge bikers and told them to move, despite his obvious fear of the leather and jean-clad men. You can't park here, sirs, the weak safety worker boldly stated. Is that so? Who's going to stop me? Sammy openly mocked the small man for trying to get in their way. He smirked. Are you going to stop me, little wannabe piggy? The safety worker, whose name tag identified him as Guy, had no chance in the world against Sammy. Before he could respond, Guy came face to face with Sammy's sawed-off shotgun barrel. Guy broke out in a sweat. The fear radiated from him in waves. You think you can stop me? You think you can say no to me? Guy opened his mouth to respond, but instead swallowed a bullet, and Sammy got to watch every perfect detail of it, all in slow motion. Metal shrapnel and pellets shot into the man's face. He was riddled with holes and cuts that dug deep. The close-range shot shattered cheekbones and eye sockets. Little pieces of bloody, broken bone fell to the ground. Guy's face was a bleeding mess. It almost seemed as if there was a tiny engineer cranking handles inside his head to make the blood ooze from his face like water from a faucet. Guy's body flew back and hit the concrete like a rag doll. Arms and legs swung around and his body bounced. He stilled only when he finally hit the ground for good. Sammy took a moment to be thankful that no one was near enough to have seen what happened, but then took off at a run knowing his men will follow. Everyone in the area must have heard that gun blast. They had to move quickly, or the cops would stop them before the gang could reach and kill their targets. The bikers moved quickly. One could relate them to wolves chasing prey. Eddie's crew stopped momentarily when a shotgun blast echoed around them. That had to be the bikers. Fuck! Eddie and the guys ducked down behind a big flatbed truck. Chris rose slightly to check for any biker thugs, Due to their position between the truck and the fencing that surrounds the harbor, Chris could see everything within a 100-foot radius. But there was nothing unusual about the ordinary pedestrians that surrounded them. Dock workers, truck drivers, sailors, family and friends saying goodbye to their ship workers and loved ones, and the occasional package delivery truck. He crouched back down with the others and reported that no bikes were near. Let's keep moving then, before those fuckers catch up, Eddie stood and indicated for Chris to take the lead again. They ran at full speed, knowing full well that their running would blend in with all the workers running around to and from. They passed three big buildings and seven docks filled with boats before Chris apparently found what he was looking for. At first glance, it looked just like all the other buildings they had passed, but a second look told Eddie why they were brought to this specific warehouse. It was abandoned and probably had been for a very long time. Chris led them to the back, where they came to an unlocked side door. They stepped into what could have been an office, although it was hard to tell with everything badly deteriorated. The walls were covered with graffiti and had started to mold. Trash littered the floor, and there was an old desk that had been chopped all to hell with an axe. They continued, with Chris still in the lead. Outside of the office was the actual warehouse, filled with old shelving units and moldy boxes that were left behind. More graffiti covered the walls and shelves, and the littered floor in here was even worse than in the office. 
Chris took the crew over to a ladder that was hidden behind one of the large shelving units piled high with moldy boxes. The ladder was affixed to a small loft that overlooked the entire bottom floor. The crew began their climb with Chris in the lead, followed closely by Eddie, Joe, and Ivan. Halfway up the ladder, Joe's foot slipped on a rung and landed hard on Ivan's shoulder, eliciting a round of angry Russian curses from the large man. One by one, all four skinheads reached the top and crouched down to stay out of sight. They positioned themselves in a way that hid their location completely, but also allowed them to view the entirety of the bottom floor.